0: morning Church. Good to be with you. I'm Pastor John Spate, lead pastor here. It's great to be in worship with you. You know, we're on uh, on one week away from the from the resurrection. We celebrated Easter last week. And I don't know about you, but I am glad to be on this side of the resurrection. I mean, I'm talking about on this side of the very first resurrection, the original resurrection day, the very first Easter. I'm glad to be on this side of it. For there we find hope. We find hope for our tomorrows. We find hope for our todays. And we have hope in those days that have gone by. You know, God has been so incredibly good to us. And in this time, we, he is worthy of worship and praise and adoration. As the King of Kings, as the Lord of Lords, as the resurrected God, we give him thanks and give him praise. You know, I'm a, beginning a brand new series today. Brand new series. And uh, it's on the Ten Commandments. It's all about building strong relationships, and, you know, it's all about that vertical and horizontal relationship. That's what the commandments are all about. <clears throat> and I'll tell you, you know, it, I, think it would, I think that I'm a bit surprised that I have not preached on a, a series on the Ten Commandments for the past 29 years. For the past 29 years, I have never preached a series on the Ten Commandments. Well, we're going to rectify that today and begin that process. We're going to look at the Ten Commandments over the next 10 weeks. And today, it's all about putting God first. You know, thousands of years ago, God gave uh, 10 values for building strong relationships building strong uh, and maintaining strong relationships. These are God's top 10 here. They're called the Ten Commandments. I want you to know before we begin that these are not fad values. What do I mean by that? They're not values that are here today and gone tomorrow. These are values that last. These are values that have legs to them. In fact, uh, the very bedrock of Western civilization is found right here in these Ten Commandments. They are the foundation of our judicial system here in uh, the United States, the foundation of our judicial system. The Ten Commandments, in fact, are one of the only things that we Christians and Jews and Muslims all can agree on. We all agree that these are the commandments of God. So, what we're going to do for the next 10 weeks is we're going to look at them and see how they can make a difference in our life, a difference in your family, a difference in your relationships, and we're going to... We're going to explore why it is that God gave them in the first place. So let's begin. I've got a scripture for you out of the book of Deuteronomy. I, wanna, I, I want us to, to say together. It's going to be from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 6 and 7. Here it is. It says this. Let's read it together. Are you ready? Let's read. Never forget these commands that I am giving you. Teach them to your children. Okay, we're going to do it one more time. Are you ready? Here it goes. Never forget these commands that I am giving you. Teach them to your children. There it is. Teach them to your children. He says two things. What does he tell us? He says right here, we need to remember them. For what are the first two words of the Scripture? He says, never forget, right? Don't forget them. Don't forget these commands that I'm giving to you. In other words, remember them. The next thing he says is to teach them, to teach them. Who are we teaching them to? He says, teach them to your children. We also need to to know them as well. So teach them, teach them. We can't, unless we know them, we can't teach them, right? Unless we know them, we can't teach them. So remember them and to then teach them. Two things we need to remember from that. Now, so my question to you is this, do your kids know the Ten Commandments? Do they know them? Do your kids know the Ten Commandments? How many of you uh, would say, you know, don't raise your hands out there, but how many of you would say, you know, I try to live by the Ten Commandments every day. I try to live by the Ten Commandments every day. Well, most of you, I think, uh, if not all of you, would raise your hands. But what if I said, okay, name them? All right, could you now do it? You say you want to live by them every day, you try to live by them every day, can you name them? Can you name the Ten Commandments? Well, how can you live by them if you can't even name them? That's it. So, here's the thing. Why did God give the Ten Commandments? Why did he do it? Well, first of all, we need to realize that he gave us these commandments to help us and not to hurt us. To help us, not to hurt us. He he gave them to release us and not restrain us. Not to restrain us, but to release us. And he gave them to us to protect us and not to punish us. To protect us, not to punish us. You know, when when I was, uh, if I tell a child, I say, you know, uh, kid, don't touch this hot stove. Don't touch the stove because the stove is hot. It's going to burn you. Now, let me ask you this question. If I say that to a child, am I saying that for my own good or for the good of the kid? Well, the reality is I'm saying it for the good of the child, you know, in order to protect the child, in order to keep the child from burning his or her hand. Well, you know, every time that God says don't, In the Bible, every time he says don't, it's always for a positive purpose. Do you hear that? Every time God says don't, it's for a positive purpose. I'm going to say it one more time because I think we need to get it. Every time God says don't, it's for a positive purpose. Always. The negatives that God gives are always there to build positive relationships in your life. The negatives God gives us in the scripture are always there to build positive relationships in your life. Again, where are those relationships? On the vertical and on the horizontal. Always to build positive relationships in your life. You know, uh, if you ignore them, you, you do so only to hurt yourself and to hurt those around you. You know, God has uh, set up the world with a bunch of universal laws. We all know that to be true. What's one of them? Well, one of them is the, the law of gravity, the law of gravity. If you ignore it, you only hurt yourself. You have to cooperate with it. You have to cooperate with the law of gravity. If you don't, you'll always find yourself hurt. And from personal experience, as one who's fallen off of more than my share of ladders, let me tell you, it is painful when you ignore the law of gravity. Well, likewise, you know, not only are there physical laws that God has set up the universe with, but he's also set up the universe with spiritual laws with spiritual laws as well. And these spiritual laws help us get the most out of our relationships. Again, where are the relationships? It's the vertical relationship we have with God and the horizontal relationships we have with each other. It's all about the vertical and the horizontal. I'm going to keep saying that with regularity. It's important that we understand it. It's important that we get it. These spiritual laws are given to us by God in order to strengthen and help us to maintain strong relationships. You know, they're not the 10 suggestions. They are the 10 commandments. They're not optional. And God says, look, if you do these things, then things are going to go much better in your life. If you ignore these top 10 commands I give to you, you can be guaranteed there's going to be problems in your life. You're going to mess up. You're going to mess up. And your life's going to end up back in a mess. Back in 2007, it was a number of years ago, Rosemary and I and my uh, Taylor and Hunter, our kids, and my mom and pop and my sister and her husband and two kids, we all met up in Yellowstone. Uh, We had a great, great time. Great time! You can see here's a picture of us. You can see how our kids have changed. I haven't aged a bit there uh, yet, but uh, still, that's for another story. Uh, but anyway, uh, we walked along the geysers. We we uh, walked uh, by the, uh, the 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 pools of of uh, blue green, beautiful blue green acid pools. The bubbling mud pots, all of that. It was just fascinating stuff. We had one great time. And you know why we had such a really good time? Here's the reason. is because we stayed on the path. What am I talking about? We stayed on the path. We we stayed within the boundaries of where they said we could go in the park. That's right. Because do you know what happens if You know what happens if you ignore the boundaries that the Park Service has set up in Yellowstone? Well, here's a picture of it. It says dangerous ground right here. Let's get a close-up of that picture. Here it is. We've got the the kid who ignored the path here's the path got the kid he's standing on a on a, a steaming hot vent here in Yellowstone he's getting burned mom is having a fit over here screaming and dad's walking away with his back said look i told him so told him not to do it but there it is that's what happens if you ignore the path if you ignore the path well folks look every last one of us Needs appropriate boundaries. Do you hear me? You know, I know this isn't a popular thing for me to say, but I gotta say it. I gotta teach it. I gotta teach you because this is what God tells us: is boundaries are important, and every last one of us we need appropriate boundaries in our life. In fact, psychiatrists are now saying that children who grow up without boundaries grow up to be extremely insecure people. Kids who grow up, listen to me now, kids who grow up without good, solid, strong, and appropriate boundaries grow up to be very insecure people. You know, You and I, we need to know what's right and what's wrong. We need to know what the parameters are in life. We need to know where the edges of the path are so we don't step off into a steaming vent of steam or we don't find ourselves stepped off into bubbling mud pots or into beautiful pools of blue-green acid. We need to ensure that we stay on God's path. So we're looking at the foundation right now of, uh, for strong, healthy, solid relationships. It's all built so that we've got a series coming up or a, 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 some, uh, a, a real good uh, seminar coming up called uh, Get Real, the Ten Commandments of Marriage. And all of this is going to, to uh, help us understand that better. Uh, we've got three couples going to be speaking here shortly on the 25th of April. You're invited to it. It's all online. You'll find the information there. And I'm going to be telling you more about it at the end of the message today or at the end of the worship service. But all of this is designed to help us have good, solid, and strong relationships. Now, in order to have those relationships, let me say this one more time, is that we've got to get to the foundation. We start today with the foundational commandment that, on which everything else is built. It's the first of the 10. In order of the 10 commandments, I will say this, the order is not by accident. It's not happenstance. God didn't just toss these together. He put them in a specific order. And the very first is the most important one. And here it is out of Exodus chapter 20, verse 3. Here it is. Let's say it together. Are you ready? One, two, three. Let's say it. You shall have no other gods before me. One more time. You shall have no other gods before me. Right. So. There it is. That's the first one. You shall have no other gods before me. The foundational commandment. Now, here's a question I've got for you. What's the principle here that God is is giving to us? What is the principle? The principle is this. Put God first. Let's say it. Put God First. One more time, put God first. This is the principle that God is giving us for the very beginning. The foundational commandment tells us, have no other gods before me. In other words, what's this principle? Put God first. Very important. In my life, in my family, God says, I've got to give Him priority in my life. And God says, look, John, I'm not going to play second fiddle to anybody in your life. You've got to put me first. God doesn't play second fiddle to anybody in my life. He doesn't play second fiddle to anybody in your life, to anyone or anything. Now, why does God deserve to be number one in your life? Well, I can give you one real easy reason. You ready for it? Get prepared for it. Here it is. He made you. He created. You wouldn't even be here if it weren't for God. Matter of fact, the psalmist says, and I love this psalm, you know that already, this verse in this psalm, that God knitted us together. He was there when, uh, when he knitted us together in our mother's womb. When we were knitted together in our mother's womb. That's right. That's what He created us. He breathed the life into you. He gave you life. That's what this is all about. If for no other reason, okay? If for no other reason God deserves to be number one in your life, it's this. He made you. He made you. Everything you have, all that you are, you owe that to the Lord. If he hadn't made you, you wouldn't even be here. Everything in life is a gift from God. Uh, He allowed you to have it. You might say, hey, look, I've earned my own living out there. Where do you think you got the faculties to do it? God gave them to you. He gave you the smarts. He gave you the ability. he, 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 He gave you the opportunity to go to school, to learn, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is all a gift from God. So, what does it mean to have no other gods before me? Well, no other gods. You might think, well, you know, hey pastor, I thought there was only one God. Well, yes, that's true. There is only one God. But we're talking about God with a little g, right? Isn't that what this is? God with a little g. He's not talking about the God. He's not talking about Jehovah God. He's talking about Well, what is he talking about? Well, here it is. God with a little g is anything in your life, anything that controls your life. Whatever it is that's in your life that controls your life is your God. Okay, do you hear me? Anything. Anything whatsoever in your life that controls your life is your God. Can your career be your God? You bet it can. Can golf be a God, you better believe it can. Uh, Can another person be God? Well, yes, absolutely that person can. Even good things, even good things that God created us, created for us to enjoy when taken to an extreme can end up being your God. And you know something? God says, look, folks, listen to me. I deserve to be first in your life. I deserve to have first place. I deserve that number one spot in your life. Why? Because I made you. What's the principle? Put God first. It's the foundation. Put God first. Now, here's the question. How do I do that? I mean, how do I put God first in my life? You know, I'm a busy person just like you are. I've got things to do just like you do. How do you put God first in your life when you're so, when you're busy people? You know, when you've got things to do, how do you put God first? Well, here we've got, we're going to take a look at that today. We're going to take a look at how to put God, F-I-R-S-T. All right, we're going to look at five ways that God can be first in your life, F I-R-S-T. What's that spell? First. How to put God first in your life. Let's let's do the first one. The first one, I got to tell you, the first one's the hardest one. We might as well get that off the table right now. And here it is. F. Is in your finances in your finances put God first in your finances the most difficult one check this out old King Solomon had it this to say Proverbs chapter 3 verses 9 and 10 says this honor the Lord by giving him the first part of all your income and he will fill your barns to overflow look at it again honor the Lord Honor the Lord, do it again, honor the Lord by giving him the first part of all your income, and he will fill your barns to overflow. You know, in other words, he's saying, look, you give me the first part, I'll bless the rest. You give me the first part,